So, last year, just before COVID ended any hope of future travel, we were wandering the streets of a quaint little town in Rajasthan in India. You know, one of those places where you just can't help bumping into palaces and forts at every turn. And we happened to spot this charming little jewelry store that sold beautiful precious stones. Picture a little shop with a colorful display and a little old guy sitting inside. Yeah, that kind of shop. I was completely dazzled. There were of course the obligatory diamonds, but those were massively expensive and frankly way beyond what I could afford. But they also had other stones, topaz, emeralds, rubies, really cool stuff. Anyway, to cut a long story short, there was this chunky deep blue stone called London Topaz and I took a shine to it. Thank you, thank you. And the little guy gave us some tea and he explained how business is slow, so he had to take to wholesale to keep the shop going. And that's why he has so much better prices than jewelry stores. I of course nodded We were really lucky to have found this little store where everything was so cheap. And of course, I really wanted to buy something for the wife, right? But the wife was being really obstinate and she was bargaining and generally being quite obnoxious with this little old fellow who was patiently trying to tell her he'd gone as low as he could. But then she decided to just get up and leave. And that's when I put my foot down. But by foot I mean my dignity. I whined and begged and told her how awesome she would look and made her buy it because you know it was just so much cheaper than the jewelry stores. Why would we leave just like that? Well, you can guess how that turned out. Literally 5 seconds of internet research that evening showed me that we paid at least twice as much as it was likely worth. And that's assuming the stone is even real. Luckily, I'm sure it is. or at least i'm not taking it to anyone who can contradict that claim okay so why am i rambling on about my poor life decisions well for one if you ever go to that town don't buy london topaz from that shop without knowing something about precious stones but more important the stock market is a lot like that little shop it has this way of making us think we've got a bargain when we've actually just got cheated and this is happening a lot right now because the market is moving so erratically new investors especially younger ones are in such a buying frenzy that even stocks of bankrupt and fraudulent companies are just soaring and that's what i wanted to discuss today so today we'll talk about penny stocks and why you should treat them like London topaz in a Rajasthani gem store. Sure, they look appealing, but you'll just lose your shirt and you'll hand your wife a walkover on the next dozen arguments at least. Hi, I'm Amit Ray. Like you, I can't wait to reach a point where I can stop working for money and get on with fun stuff like this podcast. I've spent almost half my life saving, investing, and figuring out how to grow my wealth and in the process i've learnt a bunch i'd love to share what i know so you too can stop chasing a paycheck and start chasing your dreams instead 
These are still early days in my podcasting career and I'd love to get your feedback and advice. And if you like what I'm saying, do subscribe or give me a 5-star rating or share money talk with your friends so I can brainwash you all as a group. It gets tiring doing it one by one, you know. And before we begin, a quick reminder that you can check out all the notes and references on my new website. It's called crazytalk.online. C R A Z Y T O K .online. So that's crazytalk.online. Today we're going to spend some time talking about penny stocks, especially those of bankrupt companies which are specially dangerous. We'll also discuss various reasons why these stocks are on the rise so we can better understand some of the sentiments and psychology that drives markets making us all more self-aware investors half the battle is about controlling your greed and your emotions and this penny stock rally is quite a teaching moment but what if you're really getting a great deal how do you find that one in a thousand opportunity if you stick around I'll suggest some ways to identify a potential topaz in the rough. Okay, let's begin. So what's common to a car rental company, a century-old retailer, and an upstart Chinese coffee company? They're all tainted companies that were battered down to penny stock status, but are somehow surging in the stock market for the past couple of weeks. Hertz the rental company and JC Penney the retailer filed for bankruptcy this year which in any other situation would have guaranteed a stock price collapse to zero and Luckin Coffee from China admitted to massive fraud earlier this year sending its share price tumbling everything was going according to script especially as the market nose dived after covid but suddenly the weirdest thing happened Their stock started going up even accounting for the overall market turnaround which by the way is another story this is a miracle for these companies in fact some smart chap at hertz even had the bright idea to try and cash in by issuing 500 million dollars of new stock to these misguided speculators till hertz was actually stopped by the regulator I guess we can't blame them for trying. So what's a penny stock? Why are they called penny stocks? A penny stock is the stock of any company that has typically been beaten down and is trading at a really low price. In the US or in Singapore, that would be less than $1, and in India, it would be perhaps 10 rupees or less. As you can imagine it's pretty rare for a company's stock to drop so low if its fundamentals are strong. So one of the reasons why a stock can drop into the cents is because the company has declared bankruptcy or is clearly heading in that direction. In other words, it's no longer able to sustain itself as a running business and is filing for protection from its creditors. Not the best time to invest in it. even if the businesses are well known brands examples would be hertz and jc penny right now hmm not the best choice of names now 
come to think of it another reason a company might be a penny stock is that the market does not trust its financials for example luckin coffee rightly tanked when they revealed that they'd been brewing trouble rather than coffee it turned out there was fraud at the senior most levels and they had overstated their sales revenue by 300 million dollars this news sent the stock crashing because stock prices are linked to sales and profits and obviously if that's all fake then so is the stock price last of all but likely the typical reason for most penny stocks is that their business is just not doing well so many companies just don't live up to the hype they generated at ipo and their stock price reflects the new reality under some circumstances these may actually make a good investment and we'll discuss this later in the show but you should definitely not be betting the bank on the prospects of even these stocks what we can say for sure is that penny stocks are cheap for a reason and it's not usually a reason you should be buying into so why are these stocks going up well there are really three main reasons why stocks like these are soaring and the three reasons are toe dipping greed and manipulation and these come from three different types of investors thanks to robin hood uh you know the trading platform not the merry british guy thanks to robin hood trading commissions have been zeroed out on not just robin hood but most major trading platforms so now you can trade for free not just in the us but also in india and singapore since trades cost nothing you're free literally to make stock purchases of amounts as small as you want even a dollar actually if you like So a host of newbies are now toe dipping with small amounts testing the waters with small trades but all these small trades add up to larger amounts of money flowing into the system which are driving up the market and especially penny stocks but why penny stocks especially because of the price think of it these traders aren't very knowledgeable about the actual business they are buying like a certain amit ray at a jewelry store to them stocks may be interchangeable maybe like socks are to me so if i walk into a store selling socks in other words a sock market and i found some basic blue socks selling for pennies i'd grab them without thinking in fact why stop at one pair i'd buy like 10 pairs it's likely at least some of that is happening over here and the tragedy is that it's not even that bad a thought process if you're just testing things out or you have only a little bit saved up and you're new to all of this you can't even afford to look at the stocks where you have at least a hope of making the right choice apple facebook microsoft amazon they're all in the hundreds or thousands of dollars who can afford to take a bet like that on their first day on the market so they think they're playing it safe when actually they're taking the riskiest bet that there is the next kind of investor is just plain greedy here's a stock that's on the upswing so let's pile on before it's too late or maybe there's fomo 
all my friends have made money on this one why am i the last one standing but the issue with this approach is that you either need to be pretty savvy about technical charts and kind of able to call the top and sell in time or you'll ride it all the way up and tumble back all the way down again like the nursery rhyme i guess you could call such people jack of all trades and the governments are not helping especially in the us the federal reserve which is the equivalent of the mas in singapore and the rbi in india is pumping out not just billions but trillions of dollars into the economy most of it one way or another ending up in stock markets and what's worse by bailing out distressed businesses they are explicitly guaranteeing that undeserving companies will also be supported along with the good ones all this is causing what's called a moral hazard meaning that private company incompetence is being rewarded with public money support this is leading the average trader to believe that even failed bankrupt fraudulent companies will be just magically saved if we wait long enough and then there's the last kind of investor driving up penny stocks the shadowy figures behind the scenes these are the stock market manipulators these are the people who buy large amounts of stock in quantities big enough to influence the share price or in other words move the market the reason they can do this is because penny stocks are so cheap that it's easy to buy large quantities by putting relatively little money on the table just buy a million shares of a stock over a couple of days and the price will start moving up then all the little guys get excited and start buying in the manipulator just has to then sell to all these eager buyers and exit leaving them holding the now higher price stock if they're lucky they can sell in the momentum to the next guy but if not they left holding the can when there are no buyers left and the price plummets back down to earth in fact that's one of the reasons why penny stocks sometimes get delisted which means they get kicked out of major stock exchanges and this is because of the major risk of stock market manipulation where little investors can get very badly hurt so now that we know what a penny stock is and why it's going up in this completely irrational market let's look at what happens if you hold on to a bankrupt stock bankrupt companies are by definition insolvent that means they don't have enough money to repay their loans and there is a very precise and regulation supported pecking order of who gets dibs on the remaining assets of the company it's kind of like a caste system of people you owe money to spoiler alert the shareholder is last in line first there are secured creditors in other words those who have given loans backed by some sort of asset in the company for example machinery or property or something like that these secured creditors have to be paid off in full before the next in line get anything at all and next in line are unsecured creditors those that have given loans to the company but don't have direct claim on any asset 
These might include bank loans. Third, there are bondholders. These are individuals and institutions who have purchased company bonds. These are a little bit like fixed term loans at a predefined rate of return, similar to interest. Then come shareholders. And before you rejoice at being fourth in line, do note that shareholders also have their own subcasts. Namely, those that hold preferred stock versus the common stock holding riffraff like you and me. Don't worry, I'm just as riffraff as you are. And preferred shareholders get dips before you do. Not that it matters really, because by this point, there's nothing to dips on, except perhaps the right to an angry Twitter rant. So, if you're still holding a bankrupt stock, its value is most definitely zero. Except in the rarest cases where you might get stock in a restructured version of the company when it emerges from bankruptcy. But even in that remote case, that would be at pennies to the dollar. And the dollar itself was at pennies when we began all this. So, not much. Now, let's say you've listened to all this with some concern because you're holding one of those penny stocks. I'm sure you're thinking one thing. How can I get out of this without my wife getting to know? Because really, it's always the guy making these boneheaded decisions. Remind me to tell you my USO story one day. Well, if it's a bankrupt or fraud stock, I'd recommend you just cut your losses and get out. If there's any sort of momentum going, watch it like a hawk and sell when you're at a point where the losses won't hurt as much and just get out. If not, cut your losses and exit anyway. And don't look back. Chances are, the price will swing and you may regret not making that little bit more. But trust me, there's no way to time the market. It's better to be out a lot of dignity and a little bit of money than the other way around. But if the stock is down on fundamentals, which means there is something that is wrong with the business, there may be a case to hold it. Let's see how. One way to spot potentially good penny stocks is to look at the sector. In 2008, in the financial crisis, banking stocks were hammered as they were all close to failure and had to take bailouts from the government. Citigroup, where I incidentally worked, dropped to just under $1 at its worst, making it technically a penny stock, but not likely to go bankrupt altogether, especially with bailout money from the government. At that time, the city CFO bought $6 million of city stock using his own money, if I recall right. And I figured there's nothing to lose. And so I transferred a large part of my 401k, uh, which is essentially a retirement fund. Uh, and I took all of it and put it into City at around $1.50. Since then, the stock has been reverse split. So the $1.50 price is equivalent to buying the stock at $15 today. And as you'll see, it's at around $50 right now, which is a gain of three times in 10 years. 
that's not crazy money but it's an annualized return of around 10% or so now city wasn't a major risk because it had taken a beating along with others and not alone and it was not likely to go bankrupt in today's context the equivalent might be airlines or hotels pick a strong business that used to have robust fundamentals and a great brand and consider whether it might be the first thing to pick up post covid if that feels right it might make a good investment but for a few bucks other kind of penny stock worth buying could be one that's just having a bad year for example if it's taken a one time hit for whatever reason or a stock that has dived on the news that might hurt the stock but the business is running as normal these are pretty hard to pick since you don't really have deep insight into the business but they would be the only reasons why i would buy into a penny stock all right guys that's a wrap i hope i've been able to explain a bit about what makes a penny stock and how to spot that one in a thousand opportunity while avoiding the other 999 like a cruise ship during covid over the next few episodes i'm going to cover questions from a couple of my most attentive listeners in fact the next one is going to be about how to set your financial goals in particular do you aim to maximize wealth or do you aim to set goals and try to meet them if that's the kind of thing that's giving you headaches and it's not just the alcohol from last night stay tuned before we close if you heard nothing else maybe that's because you're using your work laptop and keep getting slack messages asking you to do something urgent at least do this take a look at your low priced stocks and do a quick google search to make sure they aren't going bankrupt or otherwise are in major trouble of some sort if they are and you don't know any better just ditch them take the loss now rather than potentially riding them to zero over the next few days this whole penny stock thing is beginning to spread and it's going to blow up and these stocks are all beginning to fall don't cling on and tank your portfolio sell them so your portfolio can tank you thank you very much and take care this was amit ray with money talk